Ohio? Oh, wow. What? Cincinnati. No way. It's the biggest <laughs> Oktoberfest. I thought of the most, it was either Ohio or like Idaho. I was going to go yeah. as random as possible. They call it Zinzinati Oktoberfest. <laughs> 500,000 wow. people. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Week three. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. More Oktoberfests. Yes. God, I love this time of year. Have I said that lately? I love this uh, time of year. Not lately. Okay. I'll I say it again. It too. I love it too. Especially oh, today. It's man. like crisp 49 degrees outside. Oh, it's perfect. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's so perfect. It, it would be even better if we had just like a little fire. Like you have a little, yeah. like, a little fire and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in that, as of recording, it's in that weird time where it's like, I wake up and I don't know what to put on. Yeah. Yeah, the, the temperature's going up like 40 degrees every day, which is strange. In the yeah. morning, it's, yeah, yeah, a little chilly out there, and then by <clears throat> the end of the day, it's too warm. You got to drink your Oktoberfest early in the morning. Mm, right like now. We are, like we are yeah, right now. Like we're doing, yeah. <laughs> so, beer, Oktoberfest this week comes from local brewery, Pint Nine Brewing, uh, located right next to our friends Cross Drain at 10411 Portal Road in Papillion. That's right. Right next door to Brian's house. Pretty dang close. Yeah. yeah this one's actually closer to me than Cross Drain. It is. By a few feet. Just, but, well, but it's, you know. You know who's, who's counting? <laughs> so, first, cro- or first uh, Pint Nine beer we've ever done. Oh, yeah. So, That's I, for sure. Now, you have said mm-hmm. this has become your favorite brewery. Yeah. G- tell me why. Um, well, one, uh, price point okay. yeah. is pretty, you know, that's an important thing in mm-hmm. the craft beer game. Um, two is they're approachable. The beers are not next level. There's not 30 adjuncts in the stuff, so they're all mm-hmm. pretty, you know, standard for as far as the styles go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do experiment quite a bit. They have pretty small batches, so they're turning over a lot of a lot of beer. Mm. Um, and when you go there, it feels more like a neighborhood bar than a brewery. A lot of times you go to a tap room and um, you kind of just feel like a visitor, mm. you know. Uh, and in this one, they're the same people are at the same spot, the same every time you go, and that sort of thing. So you've said that, like your father-in-law, this is like his yeah. his favorite place. Yeah, to go. it's got his favorite beer currently. In the in the entire galaxy, which is the Oso, we should um, we should cafe. do that one at some point. We really yeah. should because it's good. It's a brown, but it has coffee. coffee yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a be- it's a beer that beer drinkers like, and people that don't drink beer like. Like mm. my mom is a big fan of that beer as well. So it's kind of strange, but um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good people that work there. Um, they can they have. I think it's on Tuesdays. They do like a deal where if you buy um, three, four packs, you get like three bucks off, huh. dollar off uh, crowlers on Tuesdays. So it's even more affordable. Nice. So I like to you know swing in on Tuesdays and see what's what. This is this is really good. This is have you had? I assume you've had this before. Um, I haven't had it this year. Mm. 
it's maybe sweeter mm-hmm. than it's a little less reddish in color than mm-hmm. some of the ones we've had before. Less malty, possibly than yeah. I don't think it's as malty. Mm-mm. It's good. You like yeah. it? Yeah, it's no. it's really easy. It is really it's, easy. Yeah. Easy is exactly how I would describe this it. This is like even more approachable for people that are not into. This isn't like all the way Oktoberfest to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, right. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's tasty. If you got Bush Light fan, that, yeah, this yeah is, that doesn't want to step out of his comfort zone. Yeah, this this isn't necessarily that far away. Yeah, necessarily. Yes. Yeah. It's it's it tastes pretty good in this big old mug I brought. So Pint 9, located, like I said, located on Portal Road there in Papillion. Uh, if you drink too much, you can go to Brian's house and yep. sleep on his uh, <laughs> back patio or something. Yeah, maybe. I got a couch downstairs. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, really? I I chose the patio last time. <laughs> I didn't, didn't even know you were there last didn't time. didn't even know. You didn't, you, you didn't notice, but... That's okay. Like any good brewery closed on Mondays, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, 3 to 9, Thursday, 3 to 10, Friday, 2 to 11, Saturday, noon to 11, Sunday, noon to 8. Uh, founded in 2017 by Jimmy Watson and Denny Heineck. Yep. Heineck, is that right? I think so. Have you met these guys? Jimmy's there every day. Every day? Yeah. Jimmy is, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He uh, used to be a brewer at Upstream for a long time. Yeah. And then they kind of decided that they wanted to try to do something on their own. And his wife is there. Um, she's like... I don't, I don't know if she's the tapper manager, but mm-hmm. she's also there almost all the time. Um, they're the folks that when you go there enough, they know your name. And even when I'm in there with my mask on, they're like, hey, Brian, what's up? Oh, like, very oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I wrote that down. They both started as home brewers. Right? Yeah. Surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, but then Jim, Jimmy and Denny met when they were working at Upstream together. But then Jimmy had worked previously to that at Empyrean, too. Yes. He's been brewing for a long time. Wow. Yeah, and just decided, you know what? I'm gonna do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. And so far, I, there's there's been some really good stuff coming out of these guys. But you're right; it's it's maybe more traditional ish style. It's very much European or German style. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of like um, lagers. There's a lot of um, wheat beer. There's usually two different kinds of wheat beer that mm-hmm. they have on a brown. You're not getting a whole lot. I mean, they do have, in the wintertime, they always do like an, a barrel-aged imperial stout. And they do uh, like a scotch ale. And they do, you know, the standard stuff that mm-hmm. you're going to get other places. Um, but then they always have like, uh, there's a, they call it a session red. Which mm-hmm. A lot of places don't have red ales. Yep. And that one is super tasty. It's like 4.2%. Oh. They just started canning that one recently, too. What's it? But, I'm mm. a, I like red ales mm-hmm. a lot. It's really good. Really? Because it's got enough malt to it that it tastes like you're doing something, you know? Uh, and it, it blends with uh, uh, Mexican food a lot. Mm. I've had mm. it with that a few times. Didn't they have a... They had a Mexican lager, too, didn't they? They had the Al Pastor, which was the mm. pineapple The pineapple. That right. was super good. Um, but yeah, they've made a whole bunch of different beers and, uh, they share, I guess you'd call it sharing, uh, the food trucks with cross strain. Mm-hmm. So there's like food trucks there every day, just yep. about, and, uh, they have, um, bar games in the, in their tap room and mm-hmm. a nice couch to sit by. Uh, one of the reasons I like to go there, um, is they actually are sports fans. So there's, if you want to 
sneak away from your house maybe mm. and take your father-in-law and go watch the Royals baseball game or a football game. Uh, they have it on there. Oh. Whereas for a long time, the cross train, there was no they TV. Did, they didn't want TVs, no. right? They didn't want that. So if you're looking for that sort of, you know, Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. thing, then then that's a good spot to go. That's the place to go. Yeah. I I almost wonder if our uh, if our research crossed over into each other. <clears throat> Maybe. We'll see. All right. I'll let you go first. You want to know about the name? That's exactly what it is. I got some of that. I was curious about that, so I looked that up too. I've heard the story uh, from Jimmy before, and his wife has also told us that. Okay. So Pint Nine, uh, I think it was, uh, he was maybe in the military or something, so he was in in Europe for some reason, uh, and that's how they would... You know, the metric system, right? So right. he would be drinking half liters of beer, uh, which is 500 mils uh, or 16.9 ounces. So a pint nine is 16.9 ounces. So that's, since they're a European-style brewery, um, they, I guess, took a European-style beer measurement name. Perfect. And it, it kind of has a cool ring to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, def- it's just a measurement of, of beer. I did not know. I, I had to look it either. up. I had to look it up. Uh, let's see. What else did I write down? Um, they say they brew American, Belgian, German, and English style beers, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an ESB, yeah. which is an extra special bitter. It's an English style beer. It's it says bitter, but it's not. It's not like a hoppy mm-hmm. IPA or anything. But you know, far four hundred years ago, it, that was deemed bitter. Bitter, uh, and they they make one, and I think um, Empyrean and Lincoln make one, and that's like the only places that make it in Nebraska that I've seen. Aren't they generally like a like a four percenter type? Yeah, of, yeah, it's yeah. not very much. Nope, but it's it's just enough that it's a little different than your standard mm-hmm. Pilsner or Lager sort of sort of situation. Um, this beer uh, is a Marzen style, which we've talked about before. Uh, it's a little bit bready, a little bit malty. Um, there's 20 IBUs, so that's hardly anything. Um, and 5.8%. What's the, do we have an average on, on like Oktoberfest, Marsden style? I think it six, five is as high as it gets. Okay. Um, and usually they're in the five range, uh, just because traditionally you're drinking them and you know, the big monster, you need three hands, your (laughs) hands and somebody else's to lift the, the glass. So yeah. You don't want a 9%. Well, maybe you want a 9%er, but you're not going to last very long. You brought it up before, though. Like, those Germans can drink. Like, we think we can drink. Yeah. But they're hammering those big old oh, steins, yeah. and yep. they're fine. More and than one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to try it someday. I think we should. I mean, I've done, like, in Nebraska, there's a few different little mom-and-pop Oktoberfests, and those are fun. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to get there with, Yeah the big mug i want there to be a language barrier yeah i and just your language is beer and right? just point to it and, like, and it's empty beer. and they're like, yeah and they yeah. give you more beer. And they give you more or yeah. your plate's empty so they give you more sausage or yeah. whatever schnitzel yeah <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah that would be good doesn't matter so where does the do you guys know where the where the boot comes from i don't know no i don't I'd know like, be... i'd like to know if that's like an actual oktoberfest Thing, I think it's just a German thing. Just a German thing yeah, in general. Because who has that in town? The German beer place inside of Crescent Moon. Crescent Moon. That's called yeah. down the basement. Yep. Yeah, that place. I think at Rothskeller they have it, maybe. 
Well, they do, do it at they? the at the big the Oktoberfest thing that they have. Um, is it in Benson where they have that? Maybe there that was, would be the Raskeller. Yeah, there was there. a Crescent Moon um, Oktoberfest this past weekend. They oh, just for had real? Theirs. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's happening. This is the time of year. Yeah, we'll get into that next week when we've got like legit German. Mm. Couldn't read their website because it was all in German. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I have a little bit more information just on some of the stuff about this this place and why it's a little bit different or unique. This brewery we're talking about, they have, um, and we've referenced it at a couple different places before, but they have a mug club. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Unlike, I guess, old Chicago kind of has a situation. It's kind of similar, but it's different. Yeah. Um, for this one, you give them five $100 bills, crisp ones, please. Okay. So you get $500. You give it to the brewery. And you're in for life. You get Here's what you get for this. You get a, a ceramic, like, hand-thrown mug that hangs on a hook behind the bar. Okay. It has your number on it. You can decorate it or whatever you want to do. Okay. And every time you go in there, um, you get, they, f- they give you that. That's what you drink your beers from. So you're paying for a pint, but you're getting it in, in like, it's a little bit bigger than this. In a big stein looking. Right. Okay. So you have that. Interesting. Um, always you get a dollar off crowlers, a dollar off four packs, 10% off any sort of merch you want to buy. Okay. They have um, parties. So at the end of the year, they have specific party that they do for just the club members okay and they have club member beers only that you can get um then they also do a party where they brew a beer so you get to go to like help brew a beer when jimmy's brewing one day you go there and hang out and uh really just drink beer and yeah shoot the shit wow um, you get two free bombers every year so they they do some glass bombers a lot of times they'll do one in the summer they have this like uh, it's like a peach Berliner Weiss, basically, I'd call it. Mm. It's called Fuzzy Britches, I believe. And they mm. bottle that, and that's really tasty. Uh, then they get you get four free four-packs every year, um, a free beer on your birthday, and then you get just, like, money off every time you go in to drink a beer. You get, like, a dollar off your your thing. For one one time, $500. Yes. And it's a lifetime. Yes. And Jeez. if it's your neighborhood bar, which... I, I, I've seen in there, I think there's 80 mugs on the wall. Yeah. Which wow. is a lot, right? Yeah. But it's, uh, it's a, it literally is the place that people go every day. And there's a, there's a guy that I know that goes there every day just about, and he lives just across the street. And he was like, I've been watching these breweries be built from my backyard. Hmm. And so he's, he's a member there and goes there and hangs out every day. Would but, you say everyone knows his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not Norm, but uh, it's it's something like that. Evening, everybody. Brian. It is kind of how it is when you walk in there. Is it? Um, they have a little patio outside um, that you can sit at. Um, they've got a little, I guess they have, you can have, uh, I was there one time and they had a, like a birthday party, a surprise birthday party. Oh. And they just set it up in the brew house. Oh. So if you have like an event or something, they'll, yep. they'll accommodate you in there and um hook you up with places to they brought in like a bunch of crock pots and had made a bunch of food and stuff so they had that all set up so for really somebody. it's just like family neighborhood yeah kind it's of thing. that's what it, it's more of a bar it feels more of like a like a bar that you'd go yep. to than a brewery that's hmm. the main distinction i would say hmm. okay but it, i don't know i mean otherwise 
it's the same thing. They're making a bunch of beers and that's where, but that's the main thing is it's like a, a club membership club, basically like you just go there and everybody knows you and you have your spot. And then I wrote down some other stuff just because of, we always talk about this little area of town Mm -hmm. and we've mentioned the name of it before, but I wanted to write, write down exactly who's in the area. Okay. So they call it like exit four, four, two which is the number of uh, the exit you take to get off on the interstate to find this place. Correct. And then there's a bunch of, I guess it just kind of happened by, you know, circumstance or whatever, but now it's a thing. There's a bunch of other breweries and stuff in the area. Mm -hmm. So if you're in Omaha traveling through or in Lincoln, even uh, you want to make a day of it, then this is kind of where you, you can go. Um, Take that exit 442 off the interstate and head South. Um, Lucky bucket is there. One of the very, that was one of the very first Nebraska breweries. Yeah. Um, they started their, was like pre-prohibition lager was one of the very first craft beers I tried hmm. ever. And that was, oh man, over 10 years ago, I wow. probably would say. Um, they have a huge Oktoberfest and they usually do. I don't know if they did this year with COVID, but in the back of the brewery, they have a whole bunch of tents and uh, they have like polka band playing and nice. you can get food like like uh, sausages and stuff cooked up and they have a pretty tasty Oktoberfest beer as well. Um, Nebraska brewing has a tap room up the street. Uh, Infusion brewing has a, a brewery and tap room there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cross drain pint nine. And then there's two distilleries that are over there as well. Um, Lucky bucket has one next, basically next door. It's called cut spike and they have like some award-winning whiskeys and stuff. And then there's one a little bit down the road. It's called Patriarch, which I still have not been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just literally found it the other day. But they do tastings as well, so you can do a flight of like spirits. Oh, and you can buy bottles to go and that sort of thing. And they and they have they used to um, Groupons a lot, so you can mm. get like oh. for twenty five bucks you go in and get a flight and they give you a bottle or something like that. So that's another thing to interesting. I would say is a, a tip if you're going to be in a city for a while is check those like. Groupon or those sort of, you know, like discounted sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times you can find stuff for breweries and, and stuff. Get you a good deal. I heard this Patriarch place. Patriarch, is that mm-hmm. they That you can, it, now it, it, you have to pay extra for this or whatever. You can go in and be part of the distilling process with them. Yeah. And then they have smaller barrels that's like, that's your barrel. Uh, that's cool. I think, oh, who does that? Like there's a Maker's Mark does that on oh. a big hmm. scale. Wow. Um, but I think Crosstrain has used some barrels from Patriarch, from I, what I remember, for I some stouts right. and things. And they have a, I know they have an event going on soon here, Crosstrain does, with some barley wines oh. that are coming out that have been hmm. aged mm-hmm. in like 18 months, I think it sounds like. Ooh. And then there's some stouts uh, they might leak out too. So uh, they all kind of share each other. Um, the barrels come, a lot of the barrels come from Patriarch because mm-hmm. they make whiskey and, and vodka and that sort of stuff. I think they even have tequila. Um, but a lot of the breweries around that area try to get their barrels to age stuff in. So You know what I find interesting just in general about the beer community is like in, in general, they all get along. Like they all yeah. like each other. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it, it, I know that, is it Jimmy's wife? That has actually filled in at Cross Strain before, working behind the bar. Like it's they she's she's come yeah. over and worked behind the bar there. Yeah, I, they have they have definitely shared employees. I yeah. know that for a fact. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy weird. It seems I, to me like in most places, but yeah, I think it's good if it's if your brewery's doing well, 
especially when your next door neighbors are mm-hmm. another brewery. Right. Uh, it's only, you know, it can only help you bolster your business. Because well, a lot of times people go to one and then they go to the other. Mm-hmm. Same sort of situation. There's enough of a difference between the two styles that oh, yeah. you can do that. Yes. I, when my father-in-law's in town, Pint Nine's probably where we're going to go, at least mm-hmm. back in pre-COVID days when we actually go and sit at the bar. Because mm-hmm. uh, these are a little bit more approachable for a guy in his 60s, you know what I mean? Yep. Who's was drinking uh, PBRs and whatnot. Well, <laughs> let's be fair, like because mm-hmm. I've drank with him before. Sure, yeah. He will. He'll try pretty much anything. Uh, that's because I've been around him for twenty uh, okay. years. So, I mean, right. He wasn't that way before, but <laughs> uh, and but then if you uh, you know want a sour IPA or mm-hmm. uh, you know some sort of uh, yep. hazy IPA or something like that, uh, Cross Train's probably where you want to yeah. sneak over and grab some of those too. So. I still remember at the beer fest we just went to before all this crap mm-hmm. started. Yeah, he grabbed me and was like, "Hey, you got to come try this cider." Yeah, from some place in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and like, okay, well, I guess. Yeah, we're gonna go drink some cider. Yeah, Why we did. Not? Yeah, it and was it fun. was delicious. It was. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. I have basically we. This is a Marzen, and we talked about it before, but I just wanted to recap it because um, I don't think we've talked about it this year. Um, but that's one of the Oktoberfest styles of beer, mm-hmm. and it's usually golden, which is probably what I would call this. Yeah, it's, it's not brown. Yeah, but it's not red. Uh, but sometimes they're coppery too. Uh, I think the last beer we did was more reddish in that yeah. in that vein. Um, they're brewed in the springtime every year, all the time, so that you can drink them. They're ready by autumn, right? And that's just how it was. Rooted in Germany, Austria, and then even England. Um, has this style as in their repertoire of you know 500 year old recipes of, yeah. of beer um, munich malt is basically what's always used um more uh let's see what did i say here oh yeah um they're mostly local especially in europe so they're you're not getting a lot of distribution on oktoberfest because mm-hmm. it's kind of a small window of which generally they're consumed um, so there's not a whole lot of like national brands. Sam Adams makes one that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I would assume is the biggest one that's all around founders, I think has, I know they have one and I know that gets around the Midwest, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to hit the coast. Otherwise there really isn't a big one other than some of the German places that, you know, we've featured before. That's what I've noticed there at, at so Hy-Vee is our local grocery store right mm-hmm. where you know so you know it's going you know it's august because yeah. there's sam adams oktoberfest on the shelf yes or and then right you when start, you walk in the front door right yeah. when you walk there's a big old stand of it yeah or whatever but then you start to see like uh, i was there the other day there was the the pint nine had a big stand mm-hmm. and then um gosh there was the uh i want to say barn town and that's not right uh the place out of iowa i can't remember the name that's not too hmm. far from here. That has their Oktoberfest is out now. Oh, okay. And so there's a big old stand of that. Yeah. I can't believe I don't remember the name. Anyway, so local stuff yeah. starts showing up too. And starts pushing the Sam Adams stuff back into the into the cooler section. A little and, bit, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? That's that's how you know that it's August. You know that it's gonna be fall. Yeah. It's, you start seeing these beers in the And show. then you gotta stock up, man, because yeah. it's not out there very long. Mm-hmm. And if you know, like was talking with my mom the other day and I think we've talked uh, maybe briefly about her on here before, but 
she i grew up never seeing her drink a beer like hardly ever maybe with a pizza she'd have like a bud light maybe mm. and then the last five years she's become like a barrel-aged stout head <laughs> and then she's sent me she'll send me pictures like a lot of people do and that's sure. one of the gifts of of this game is people sending me pictures from high v and being like what should i get this one or that one you know so I have to be like, oh, uh, yeah, you'll probably enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. So she took home some Oktoberfest the other day and nice. uh, grabbed a Killian's Irish Red. She's a big Red Ooh. fan. So mm. she was, yeah, sent me a picture the other day. And mm. she's just like, I got to get these Oktoberfest beers while they're here. She's like, who are you? Because <laughs> I didn't get this beer tasting from her. I, no. This was my dad all the way. So it's interesting to see her in her now retirement become a craft beer nerd. Hmm. It's well. It's gonna happen when I'm around, and my brother-in-law who brews beers around, and my sisters are. I mean, she's gonna have to just. It's do just it. gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that most of these come from small breweries. Like they're very localized. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these. That's actually on the Pint Nine website when they're explaining where the name came from. Reference that. They say, mm-hmm. and I clipped this out just because I thought it was interesting. Uh, before there were so many great American craft breweries, we had to get our good beers, good in quotation mm-hmm. marks, from local bottle shops. Most of these highly prized beers came from fantastic little European cities and graced our shores with a 16.9 ounce bottle. We lovingly refer to those as a pint nine. Yep. So little tiny breweries, we'd get we get lucky and we would get some of these. Yeah. And, yeah. That's one of the, yeah, kind of the f- fun thing about these. And, and I guess for Jimmy, he's been brewing... I think probably 20 years uh, here or there. Uh, but he was a you know a fan of European-style beers, and that's why his brewery is what it is. But it's good to have those people have those experiences, you know, because like, mm-hmm. otherwise we don't get to taste this beer. You know, if he hasn't been to Europe or he wasn't right. looking for those certain things at the bottle shop, which I am actually going to today. I, have, I told my wife, I haven't been to our – we have one basically left in Omaha, which is Beertopia. Yeah. I haven't been there since pre-COVID, mm. and I'm going today because I'm basically out of bombers at my house. <laughs> I'm out of stouts. It's stout season. It's coming up. Uh, I've got a, I have a kid on the way that's due in February, so I will not get to leave my house. Mm. <laughs> I need to have stock, rations. Stock up now. Yes, so I'm going to do that today. So I'm, I'm going to hit the old bottle shop and mm. see what I can find. Um, the other little piece of research I did for this episode is I wanted to talk about the biggest Oktoberfest in the United States. Okay. You know where it's at? No idea. Dolan? Mm, if I had to guess. Yeah, guess. Well, let's guess. Okay. Mm. Um, somewhere I, somewhere in the East Coast. Probably, probably in close. the... Close. Close? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say like Ohio. Okay. I, I'm just going to go with like the New England area. All right. Well, Rich, you have the right state. Ohio? Oh, wow. What? Cincinnati. No way. It's the biggest Oktoberfest. I thought of the most, it was either Ohio or like Idaho. I was going to go yeah. as random as possible. They call it Zinzinati Oktoberfest. <laughs> 500,000 wow. people come. This Jeez. is the second biggest Oktoberfest in the entire world. So only what? in Germany is it bigger. Yes, every year. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> so here's some of the things that you can do there, uh, which I would not miss this the running of the wieners. <laughs> oh my god it's a 100 dachshund race so there's a hundred different dachshunds running around to see who's the fastest wiener what uh the world's largest chicken dance they set the guinness book of world records in 94 with oh, for 48 000 people now i hate the chicken dance yeah 
I also hate the dance that you'll see at a wedding called the snowball dance, where they go. So it starts out with two people, usually the bride and groom, okay. and they dance for a while, and then they go into the crowd and they pull you in, and it gets bigger and bigger like a snowball rolling down the hill. I hate that too. Dumb. Okay. I hate. Yeah. I hate, generally hate wedding reception dancing. Because I don't like to dance. I hardly danced at mine. Mm. And I, I don't want to be forced to dance. So I hate the chicken mm. dance and I hate that one. Like the dollar dance. Isn't the dollar dance just like like dancing prostitution? A little bit. Yeah. But yeah. Here's, here's my wrinkle. This is what I like to do. This is a BP pro tip. Okay. I like to, I like to do the dollar dance, but I'll dance with, the, with the, the guy. Oh. So I roll reverse it, drop him a 20, and then I dance with the husband. Perfect. Usually. That's okay. what I do. Cool. <laughs> Um, the Oktoberfest, it is, unfortunately, I think was canceled this year, but normally it's September 15th through the 17th. It was started in 1976, so it's, what, 30 years, almost 40-something, 40 42? Okay. 40, where are we at? What year is it? I can't math right now. 43. <laughs> I think we're at 43 years. A lot. Um, now, here's some of the breweries that are there that you can get beers from. Okay. And some of these we'll know. So, Rheingeist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one that we've seen before, but they are also one of the breweries that makes beer for Trader Joe's. So if you've ever had, bought Trader Joe's beer, oh. that's who brews it. They're a contract brew for them. Oh. Um, Braxton Brewing Company is there. Um, Bitburger Brewing Company is there. Bitburger? Yep. Okay. Yingling is there. Oh, of course. <laughs> Great Lakes Brewing Company from Michigan. Oh, yeah. They have a lot of really, really good stuff. We get their beers here now, we don't do. we? We do, yeah. Um, West Six Brewing Company was there. Taft's Brewing, uh, Warsteiner, which I think didn't you have in that bag? Did I see that earlier? Mm, he's got um, a uh, uh, Hoe Garden. Oh, you got a Hoe Garden. Okay, I had so uh, resident Oktoberfest expert Lane Andreessen mm-hmm. here in the office brought me a twelve pack of the Warsteiner Oktoberfest, yeah. which is delicious. Yeah, they've been doing it for a while, Ooh, so boy, they know what's good. up. Um, another one that's there. Uh, let's see, they have. Similar to in Germany, you know how they have all the tents in the buildings that are mm-hmm. sponsored by breweries. Sierra Nevada has a tent there, of course, and they have a they have a pretty good Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, Spaten has a tent there. Mm. Erdinger has a tent. Weiss Brower, I don't know that brewery, but they no. have a tent there. West, oh boy, there's there's my sloppy handwriting. Westafon. Weistefoner? There you go. Uh-huh. They have one. And they they uh, sponsor the entire beer garden. Oh. Steve Seitner's favorite Oktoberfest is a Weistefoner. There you go. And then Kentucky Ale Fest, they have a tent. So there's a, I guess, they make, they just got it in Nebraska recently. I used to get them in Iowa. And it has, it looks like, uh, uh, is it a rook in chess? The horse piece? The knight? There you go. That one. Okay. So it looks like that. It's on their label. But almost all their beers are barrel-aged because they're from Kentucky. Oh. So they have a barrel-aged Oktoberfest that they sponsor. Um, but they do now carry their beers here in Nebraska. I saw them at High V last time I was there. But they make, like, pretty legit stuff. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty new to Nebraska. I didn't know we had them here. Um, but their barrel-aged, like, stout is legit good. So we have, I'm just thinking ahead here, mm-hmm. because I'm so starved for anything, yeah. because we've not been able to do anything. Yeah. We have friends in Cincinnati. Our friends at Talamed are in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Okay? Beer guys. Yeah. These guys are beer guys. What if we get together with them, we bring a bunch of travelers out, and we go to this Oktoberfest next year? Oh, that'd be amazing. 
I'm that in. would be amazing. I kind of like this idea. Because I'm guessing somebody there's been to it. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it's 500,000 people, I guarantee you somebody's been there. I'm going to start working on those plans right now. All right. We do that because I've never been to one. And oh, man. And there's plenty of, and I, and I know this because of listens on, on SoundCloud and, and mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Like, there are, there are plenty of travelers that listen to what we do here. Yeah. There are plenty of, of traveling healthcare professionals that like beer. Yeah. And would, that work for us, that would go to this with us, that would just go hang out and. Yeah. I mean, what an experience that would be. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like a beer nerd's dream, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than like the Great America Beer Festival. Which I'd have a hard time finishing a day of that. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I would try everything that was there. And mm. That would be bad. Yep. Um, this also would probably be bad. But I'm willing <laughs> to give it a shot. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in. Just uh, yeah. We'll veto power on the recording. But yeah, <laughs> I I like to try it too. I'm gonna start working on those plants now. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh boy, that would be fun. That would be a blast. I'm. I would assume by then, hopefully, we would be back. Running. A year from now. Yeah. I hope so. Who knows? I'm hoping. I hope so. Let's just put it out there. We're it's going to happen. Yeah, that's all we can say about that. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's look at Untapped. Okay. So you is this? You said you've had this before. So this isn't the first year that they've done it. Correct. I think this is the first year they've canned it. I believe. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure I would have had it on tap previously previous years i think they've been around two or three years same as cross train so definitely not a ton of check-ins 218 total yeah so not very many wow where do you think we land uh i'm gonna go here's here's oh i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk myself out of being right (laughs) it's not a beer nerd brewery right so it's not a lot of untapped people so i'm you know more than 200 people have drank this beer right but only that many people have had untapped and checked it in mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna say it's 3.44 don't wow um i'm gonna go 3.68 you're gonna be surprised 3.93 oh nice mm. right yeah but use your same logic this this isn't necessarily a beer nerds beer right however beer nerds would recognize wait a minute there's something special. That there's is something good. Different yeah. about this. Yeah. Like this True. is. There's something legit about. Yeah. How this tastes. So, yeah, it gets a it gets a higher rating. I, I think as I would go, it's three seven five to four yep. right in there. I think so too. You know, there's no. Yeah, I would buy a four pack of this, or would they come in four packs? Yep. I assume? Four packs. Yep. And be very happy to share two with you know neighbor or whoever and yeah, introduce them to something like this. Yep. It's because it's one of these that it's. I don't even know if they have it anymore. I think I was just there, and I think it, mm. I wanted to get some more because I bought a four pack, obviously, and here's three of the four, right? So I have one left at home. Yep. Um, and I wouldn't mind having another four pack, mm-hmm. but I think they were all gone already. They yeah. go they go quick because they're they're small brewery, right? So their yeah. their canning sizes aren't. Um, you're not getting the distribution that you're getting at other places. No. And uh, they they turn over really quick. They have. Nine taps, ten taps, I something it was like 12, that. It might be twelve. Sure. It might yeah. be. When they first opened, they had five, mm-hmm. and it was kind of fun to see. Gradually, they'd get bigger and bigger and bigger. They always had a spot on there for more tap heads, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Uh, and the cross train was the same way. Yeah. Because uh, when cross train first opened, they had all the tap heads, but they were 
doubled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And now it's like they're all different yep. beers. Left bartender had the uh-huh. left side, right yep. bartender had the right side. <laughs> which is cool to see. I mean, that's growth, right? right? And which is neat to see yep. that. And, and they're so different places, but um, they share a love of, you know, sharing good beer with people. Yep. And uh, they have different crowds, which is fun because you can always get into one of the other spots, you right. know, and, and the food trucks are there and it's a good spot. There's a big bike trail that's back behind there that mm-hmm. they've been doing some fundraising with trying to connect the breweries to the bike trail. Yes. Uh, so that's been a, a fundraiser this whole year they've been working on and that's I, just a good spot to go. I have fond memories of when cross train opened and that one of my fond memories is there used to be a very large garage sized door in between the two breweries in the back. Mm-hmm. And so we were, as we were, and we, I use we loosely. I went probably two or three weekends to help them in, in paint and move yeah. stuff around, just extra set of hands, right? Whatever. At, unpaid. I just went out. We, we just went to help and drink sure. beer or whatever. Seitner was with us one weekend. It was, a, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. We crossed over. We were looking for something. They're like, oh, the Pint 9 guys have it. So we crossed over into Pint 9, and they weren't nearly as far along. Yeah. I, we helped them move a couple things like into place, like oh, a couple cool. of the fermenters and stuff. He's like, hey, you got extra hands. Okay, move this over yeah. here and you know that type of thing. So, But the floors were still, like half the floors were done, half the concrete, like don't <laughs> walk on this concrete. Yeah. You know, the, the drainage, like the, they didn't even have the, uh, the grates down on the drainage. Right. They were just like, just cut holes. In yeah. the concrete and don't step was, in there. Yeah. yeah, it was super cool. It was to see it kind of, and then we walked up front, and I, I want to say it was Jimmy. I don't know. I don't know them yeah. well enough. Like there wasn't even a bar top on the yeah. bar yet, and he was like, "Yeah, the bar goes here, and you know the vestibule and or whatever uh-huh. and stuff." So like it was super early on, but it was just a fun memory just hanging out there with those guys drinking and them talking about you know how awesome it's going to be when they open. Yeah. So well, and now here it is, three years later, and. Yeah, that's usually uh, if you can make it a year, you're usually pretty. You're doing pretty okay usually. So yep, I, I I feel pretty good about it. I don't get to go over there often, but ever since they started doing the food trucks, it's mm-hmm. been way easier to convince my wife. They have some great <laughs> food trucks. Yeah, can we carve out two minutes to talk about food trucks? Absolutely. I yeah. recently discovered this, and I I don't know how I didn't know about this. Okay, I was taking my son to get his hair cut. And he gets his hair cut off 108th Street okay. in Omaha. So it's north-south. I, I know what you're going to bring up. Taps and trucks. Mm-hmm. What? It yeah. used to be a Sonic, right? And then it went out of business. And now it is a spot where every day different food trucks in Omaha show up for lunch and dinner. And then they have craft beer on tap in the building. Yep. So you can walk up and get a beer. And then you get whoever's there. Wonton John's was there the other day, or Dire Lion, or Cheese Life. Cheese Life. The, some of the big ones that are in in Omaha. I think every day there's different trucks, and they it's a craft beer spot. So you can get your yeah. beer, sit there at the old tables, or sit in your car or whatever, and it rotates. And I had no idea it even existed, and I was like pretty pumped to find out it's pretty close to my house. Weird. So it's like another craft beer spot in this 442 exit area. You just have to go north. I, Amazing. I, and okay, so I think my friend Kevin Burgess has talked about this before. Yeah. But I didn't know where it was. And yeah. quite honestly, I didn't believe him. It's like 108th and Q, <laughs> basically. Is yeah. Where well, it is. We talked about it in our last uh, brand meeting when we were trying to find some taco places. Yeah. 108th and, and Q. 
I yeah, I was thinking maybe they'd have some taco trucks out there and I think they definitely have. Oh, I'm sure. But they have a Facebook page that they update every day with who's mm-hmm. going to be there. Uh and it's definitely craft beer that's on tap. It's not like, you know, Bud Light sure. pictures or anything. I'm just trying to imagine where this is and I cannot imagine where it is. It's uh 108th and Q. You know where the Raisin Canes is? Mm-hmm. Right across the street from Raisin Canes on the south side. It's just south of the bank. South that's of the there. bank. It used to be a Godfather's oh. there. Yeah, it was a Godfather's, and before that, I think it was a Sonic or mm, something like yeah. that. It's right next to this uh, like a retirement community, so it's in between that and the corner. Holy smokes, I know exactly where that yeah. is. Now. Yeah, and now it's okay. a legit place, landing spot for food trucks uh, and craft beer. This is, uh, please don't ask for my man card here. The Gloss Salon is right across the street. Uh, yes, it is. My wife got her hair done there before we got married. There you oh, go. So, okay. so you know where it is. I know exactly where this is. Now. Yeah, and then uh, what else is on that corner? The Studio 108 where we take all of our headshots for the mm-hmm. website. It's across the street. I mean, so maybe we need some headshots. Yeah. See, this is... And there you go. And, and this goes <laughs> back to when you're in a new area, mm-hmm. just go explore. Yep. Because you never you're never going to... You don't know. Well, normally I would take the interstate to get to this place because it's in Rockbrook. Right, so I would normally just mm-hmm. hop on the interstate and and sneak around that way. But this time I decided just to take the main arterial road, yeah. and I found this place, and I was like, "Holy crap! I didn't know this right. existed." Did you get to stop? No. Oh, but I'm going to. So I there have not done it yet either. But every time I drive by, I get the urge to like stop. But I'm always doing something, so I don't. So the one I saw, and mm-hmm. I just recently found, like two weeks ago, found it. Uh, and there's this. Uh, I think it's called Wonton Joe's or something like mm-hmm. that, or John's. It's one of those names. Mm-hmm. They have a poutine breakfast burrito. Yeah. That's like oh their specialty. Gosh. Yes, And that's where it's usually at. Every Sunday they're there selling this at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and it's a breakfast burrito with poutine in it. Yes. And that's their big seller, and they're there until they're gone. And it seems like they're gone pretty quick. Oh, my and gosh. And they are a food truck that was now popular enough that they're going to have an actual restaurant. Really? Uh, in that same kind of area, it sounds like. So, uh, But they're always going to have the food truck on Sunday there, they said, because it's just been such a big hmm. hit in the last few weeks. So if you're I in feel, Omaha, check it out. I feel like this is like an 80s cartoon. So at the end of it, we need to have some sort of lesson that you've learned mm-hmm. from today. You should go explore. <laughs> yes. You should go Wherever explore. you're at, go go drive around and see what's what. See what You'll find a burnt-out Sonic that's serving beer <laughs> and really good food, food truck trucks. food. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. All right. One more week left of Oktoberfest. Next week, we are going to Germany. Yeah, we're going as, about as traditional as it gets. We're going to end it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, doing my research, it was difficult because a lot of the stuff there online was in German. <laughs> yeah. Google Translate was my friend. So. <laughs> All right, Brian, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. 